0: Listening to Sibling Talk, Commentary from a Progressive Point of View. Now, here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumer. Hello, I'm John Paulette.
1: And I'm Mary Jo Tumer.
0: Mary, now in the month of March, in the year of our Lord, 2022, I, John Paulette, pronounce On recording, so people can pull this out and hold it against me, my belief that Donald Trump will run for president in 2024. And I offer you three questions uh, to create proof for that. The first is you need money and the ability to raise a lot of money to run for president. Does Donald Trump have the ability to raise money? Does he have a lot of money in the bank? The answer to that is yes. Second, you must crave a public platform more than almost anything in the world to put yourself through the rigors, the criticism of uh, a presidential run. Does Donald Trump crave a public platform? Yes, and he is sadly without one, without Twitter right now. And third, you must have the ego to believe that you can be the president of the United States. And no one is going to be able to dissuade you. And is that Donald Trump? My answer is yes. And so I say, yes, yes, yes. And when it comes to declaring, he will be running for president. What do you think about them beans? (laughs)
1: Well, I think your yes, yes, and yes is correct. And in fact, um, one of the Um, analyses of why the Trump wing of the Republican party won't come out and criticize criticize him even on Putin in Ukraine is because he controls all the Republican money. So he controls the Republican party and their fundraising wing. And I don't know, I think we talked about this, that, um, Tom Cotton was on um, this week with George Stephanopoulos, and and Stephanopoulos was saying, "Why wouldn't you condemn uh, Trump supporting Putin?" And he just wouldn't do it. And uh, journalists said later, "It's because Trump controls all the money." So I think you're right; he does control the money, and um, and they and he's raised a lot of money, and he personally it's just an engine of money raising at least he has been up till now he certainly has the ego and the belief um that that keeps him in the public eye you know i've said pretty consistently that i don't think he's going to run when it comes right down to it obviously i could be wrong about that but i do wonder um as we watch what's happened in ukraine over the last couple of weeks and what's happened to putin whether or not that's reshuffled the republican party uh, in some way that is then damaging to trump because he was such a big supporter of putin you know always um, took putin's side over you know our intelligence uh, agencies against the united states against the west and was seen by many people as doing Putin's bidding by trying to undercut NATO and the Western alliance. So does that hurt him in the end of the day? And the other thing that's, you know, just ironic, I guess, is that one of the things that, I mean, the thing that Trump was doing that led him to be impeached the first time was withholding military aid to Ukraine. And now as the world is scrambling to get military aid to Ukraine, United States, I guess, is just sending enormous amounts of military aid to Ukraine. It just brings the whole impeachment back. And it's causing even um, Trump haters like Lynn Ch- Liz Cheney to explain her vote not to impeach Trump. So it's brought all of that back in a way I think that most Republicans thought, oh, that's over, that's done, it's not a big deal. So, you know, history doesn't allow people to escape, or current events don't allow people to escape the decisions they've made, and this is one of them. So how that, the blowback on that with Trump, I don't know. And the other thing, John, is it's amazing how, all Trump and his antics, and even January 6th, what's happening about that, it's just been blown off the news. Like nobody's talking about any of that anymore because all we can talk about is Ukraine.
0: Well, it was good reason. And I mean, you pose a really interesting question. Does all of this, does Trump's continued attitude towards Putin and even his very recent statements just a couple of weeks ago, Uh, although he's trying to backpedal, but does all of this damage Donald Trump greatly, or does Donald Trump still remain the leader of the Republican Party for the reasons you cite, that he controls uh, the money and the hearts of part of it, and it damages the Republican Party? Imagine however this war goes, and, you know, it looks like it's going to go terrible, and that there's going to be potentially an occupation of Ukraine. And this continues to sit in the news. While Joe Biden kept us out of an active war, but united NATO. Then run Donald Trump, or even, you know, don't put him there. Put one of his close allies. Heck, run Mike Pompeo. He'd like to run and hang the Republican Party with video clips of the comments they made over the years, hang them with the events leading up to the first uh, uh, impeachment. Doesn't the Republican party then uh, become almost the party of collaboration? And I don't know, can you be elected that way?
1: Or worse than collaboration, naivete, because I, You know, one of the reasons that I always thought that Biden was elected, at least the case was being made for Biden, among people who were Republicans and otherwise, you know, are loath to vote for a Democrat, is at least he's been there. He knows how to do the job. You know, he's competent. And if nothing else, this uh, foreign policy issue of, of Ukraine has demonstrated his competence. And in fact what I hear some people saying is there's got to be a whole lot more going on than we know about. And Biden seems to be, give credit to Macron. I don't care about that. Let's just get the job done. Let's protect the West, protect democracy. That's what we're here to do. Even yesterday, I don't know if you saw that um, Biden gave a speech about, you know, pulling out of um, uh, importing oil from Russia. He was pressured to do that, right? They say he didn't really want to do it. Um, Pelosi and Schumer pushed him to that. Um, Biden being afraid of the blowback on oil prices. But in effect, he understands the world markets well enough to know that probably our 3% or 7%, whatever it is, oil isn't what's really going to cost prices to go up. Prices of oil are going to go up anyway because nobody wants to deal with Russian oil because they can't pay you, right? And you can't pay them. And, you know, there's all delivery issues, whatever else. So complicated. Biden understands that. Trump never did. And by being supported by Republicans who are like, he's a businessman and he, you know, shoots from the hip and he's got a good gut they have demonstrated that they don't understand the complexities of the world. That's, that to me is the worst thing. It's, it's, what's the worst thing in a boss? He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't understand, you know, like you you work for business. I just got hired by somebody who doesn't know the
0: product. Yeah. Both you and I know how that works.
1: Exactly how it feels. And so that's what, I, that's what i think ultimately the stink on trump is going to be like yeah maybe he was good like standing up for little guy and stuff but he didn't know how the world worked and he didn't understand you know that we need to stay strong nato needs to stay strong one other thing john about um the like weird effects of this whole ukraine thing I think you and I talked about this. You don't see any of those refugees trying to get into Russia or Belarus, right? They're all trying to get to the Poland, to get to Europe. And one of the things that I keep thinking is, is that what our Americans are watching and saying, oh, do we want to live in a country like Russia where there's no press anymore and you can't even get a latte from Starbucks? Or do we want to live in Europe, in America, where you're free to be a jackass if you want to be?
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I've been thinking about something, as I've thought for a while, that uh, the inflation of gas prices was one of Biden's real vulnerabilities. I mean, people fill their tanks, whatever, weekly, whatever time they do. And it's a reminder. And rightly or wrongly, they mumble to themselves, damn Joe Biden, the liberal socialist, they're running up the cost of my gas. Does... The potential, the likelihood now of gas prices going up because of uh, the Ukraine war, because we're going to shut off uh, Russia, weirdly give cover to Joe Biden on that issue. Do higher prices, can they be positioned, as I think Biden was trying to do? Is this a matter of patriotism? Yeah, we have to pay higher, but that's part of what we need, need to do. And does that, does a lot? do a lot of these other issues go away when you're rallying behind a strong wartime president?
1: I agree. I mean, and he kept doing that yesterday. He kept calling the Putin price hikes. And the thing is, is that the Republican counter to that is, well, that's because you're not allowing us to uh, drill here with all your damn environmental rules. But yesterday, the administration countered that by saying um, the bottleneck is not in DC, it's in, on Wall Street. Meaning that all these oil companies, and you can understand this, are saying, we're not gonna like hurry to invest in drilling for two years. And, and then we're gonna get pulled back again because of environmental changes, yeah, like we're not investing that kind of money in full-fledged drilling in the United States because that is going to contract. And that has nothing to do with Biden. That just has to do with the reality of climate change. And so it's, it's again, I'm going back to the situation of how complicated these things are, how nuanced they are. And you can't just have a president, a decision maker, who's like... Um, I don't know why Putin would want me to be president. It doesn't make any sense to me, as opposed to what Hillary Clinton always said is, yeah, the, 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 you know, the, the global balance of power makes sense on why you don't want you know, a strong hawk in the White House. You know what I mean? So sooner or later, I think you're going to have a shift away from Trump. You're always going to have people who support Trump and love Trump. But it that um, strong Trumpism is starting to fall a little on deaf ears in the in the world that we're watching. Grandmas try to escape from Russian guns shooting them down in the streets. You know, our just our world has really shifted. And even the other thing I heard happen today, overnight, I guess for us, is um, Xi Jinping, right, the president of China. Um, is starting to to have doubts about what's happening in Ukraine as well. So the whole world is shifting against Putin and how does that in the end make Trump look? I I am, I'm very uh, happy to be wrong and he enters the fray and gets the Republican nomination. Trump back to your original point, but I think there's a lot there's a lot of runway between now and a, really it's really a year from now which is when the
0: um the um
1: primaries start
0: absolutely and a lot of things can happen i mean i am curious about uh china's role i have heard that the united states is starting to exert pressure on china Uh, uh, they have threatened to close all the panda express restaurants in china
1: oh my don't you think it's crazy john (laughs) That yeah. um, that McDonald's pulled out, and that's a big thing for the Russians because they love a Big Mac.
0: Yeah, absolutely, there are eight hundred McDonald's. I know it's a big c- country, but but that's a lot of filet fish sandwiches.
1: That's stu- that really really stunned me. I I thought I didn't know there were eight hundred McDonald's here. I'm sure there are many more than that, but yeah, I'm um, just
0: imagining somebody saying, "You want fries with that?" And yet.
1: <laughs> no, that's well, really my my that is funny
0: <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you. sibling talk is a jmp production theme song by david paulette